Hello and welcome to the Browns Blitz. Today is Thursday, June 30th. This is episode number 154. I'm your host, Rod Bloom. Joining me today is my brother, Jeff. Hey, Jeff, how are things going? Going good, Rod. Can't wait to hear about your vacation. Um, yeah, you know, it's uh, been back almost a week and I'm still kind of settling back into the groove. So, yeah. Yeah, we can talk about that a little bit. Still on vacation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, joining us, uh, joining us today, our, our guest is uh, is Eric Platts. You can follow him at Apex Dog NC. The NC standing for North Carolina. Eric, how are things going? It's going great, Rod. Good, good to catch up with you again, and and um, hopefully you went somewhere nice for vacation. We. We've got that coming up July 18th. We're taking the uh, the girls, my 14 and 12 year old, and them, and my wife. We're headed down to Orlando, so our annual Disney trip is coming uh, and fast approaching. So I'm looking forward to it. Nice. Well, we went. Yeah. We went to. Uh, we were in the the um, the Venice, Florida area, so not not too awfully far uh, from yeah. where you're headed. So. Yeah. It, it was nice. We we had good weather. We made it to three different beaches and ate you know ate some good food and just kind of hung out. We took all the, all the kids down with us. So um, there were seven of us. We stayed in the house down there, had a pool, and we were we were about a half mile from one beach. Um, it, well, that that's what they said. That's what the Airbnb said. But it was actually more like a mile because we thought yeah. we could walk it and we could not. <laughs> 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 you know, um, when you think you're walking a half mile and then it's pushing 90 and yet find out it's actually closer to a mile, it's like, yeah, we're not doing this. So, <laughs> or, or, or Rod, what you do is you eat, you eat some really good food and then that's a, you know, that's your exercise to the beach to kind of work off that food. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or you just pack a cooler full of some beer and some food and you just put it in the, in the, in the car and you drive to the beach and you spend some time at the beach which is kind of the route that we went that's a good good choice (laughs) yeah yeah it was fun though it it was nice to have a break um you know uh we we haven't recorded since um june i'm flipping my page back june the june the 9th so it's, it's been it's been three weeks and i don't think we've ever taken that long of a break but um you know, I, uh, two weeks ago, I was trying to get ready for the trip and trying to get a bunch of stuff in line. And there really wasn't a, much new going on that week. So I thought, you know, I'll just skip that week. And then I skipped a vacation week. So here we are three weeks later. And, uh, you know, I'm supposed to be all rested up. I'm, I'm still recovering. We, we drove down there and drove back. And, man, driving back kind of takes it out of you. But, yeah, uh, yeah it, it was a little bit rough. But, um you know, the vacation was worth it. So, so here I am. And you know what, guys, uh, a little bit has happened, but things are much the same for the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We picked a good couple of weeks to not have anything to talk about. It, we could have talked about this stuff and it would not be any different from where it is right now. Right. Yeah. And, and I would I would venture to say it's probably not going to change until maybe even the week before training camp starts. That's It just seems like that's what's going to happen. Maybe, maybe we'll be surprised. Maybe some news will drop tomorrow on Friday, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that that's kind of where we stand, Eric, is 
we still don't know. Um, we don't know when the uh, when um, her name's Sue Robinson, when she's going to come down with, you know, her decision. So, uh, you know, I think some people think it'll come as early as this weekend. Other people think it'll, you know, take a bit longer. But there's, you know, there's there's uh, there's no timetable for it. So um, I, I saw something a little while ago, Rod, that um, she's asked for the two sides to submit briefs next week. And then she's not going to make a ruling until the week of the 11th. Mm, I don't know. Okay. I don't know how accurate that is. That's right. Yeah, I did see I, I did see that about um, the two sides submitting the briefs. And I forgot about that part because I did see some people thinking, you know what, they're going to have something out in a couple of days. And yeah, and that those two things didn't register with me. So. Right. So, yeah. So, um, so we may not have any update next week either. Yeah, it sounds uh, well in the, sounds very in the, possible. And the process is interesting, right? Because if she makes a ruling, let's say the 11th or 12th. At that point, it's going to go, you know, the NFL can, the NFL committee can say, well, that's not acceptable if they want something more. Cause you know, they, all the rumors that we've read is, is that the NFL wants an indefinite suspension with the opportunity to reapply after one year. And if it comes back six to eight games, whatever that might be, it, it, it seems like you're going to still have a process of it going to Roger Goodell for some type of ruling, uh, whether the, he sticks with that six to eight or, four to six or whatever the, you know, maybe it's zero. We don't know. Right. But you right. Know, whatever well, both decide, sides, have, both sides have already said they're going to appeal. Right. Right. <laughs> so, so yeah. So, so that's, how much, so how much time does that add on? Right? That's going to add right. another week. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah my understanding is that the only way this thing ends now is if she comes back and says that there's no suspension, then the NFL cannot that's uh, do anything at that point. Um, you have to feel that that's, you know, pretty, probably a pretty slim chance that that happens. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it, it's possible, but probably pretty slim chance. Um, so yeah, so both either side can appeal and then it goes to, to Goodell and, um, yeah, who knows how long that takes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. And I, I, I tell you, and I'm sure you guys have. I mean, I, I follow you guys on, on Twitter and we all see the, the daily things. And I, I'd be curious just because I haven't, you know, talked to you guys directly. Just love where, where do you guys stand on the issue? It's 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 been device. It's been divisive, has it not? I mean, it's amazing. You know, we were we were so divided as a as a fan base, at least on Twitter, it seems between just, you know, you know, pro Baker or not. And now we've got. Deshaun and you know the the fan base feels even more divided right um, in terms of what depending on what side you're on and in terms of you know can you support an organization continuously un unconditionally if you will um, it it's a it is I don't know that our fan base has ever been in a you know it was it seemed like it was a lot easier when we were one in thirty one I don't know about you guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I mean the expectations are different now because of the roster yeah. you want me to yeah. summarize our our thoughts on that Rod? yeah go ahead go ahead Jeff I mean we've we've beat this up a lot Eric and and I think what the position that Rod and I are both in at this point is um, you know we're, we're Browns fans first mm -hmm. and players second and you know you don't have to love every player on a team 
to still be a fan of that team. So regardless of what happens, you know, with, with Deshaun Watson and Baker Mayfield or any other player for that matter, we're going to continue to support the team and let, you know, just let things settle out with, with the individual players. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I, I think that's the right stance. And I'll just I'll give you my stance, okay? Because you guys can relate to this. We're, we're on a Browns podcast for Pete's sake, so we love our Cleveland Browns, right? We right. we yeah. we all invest tons of money every year. We're, it's just so here here's where I come from on this, and this and this is just my how I was raised. I don't know, but I was born in in the Painesville area, moved down to North Carolina in eighty seven, eighty eight. Um, but my fondest memories. Um, are sitting in my, I can remember when I was 10, 11, 8, 9, 10, 11 years old, sitting in my uncle's family room with my cousins and watching John Elway stick that dagger in us so many times. And, you know, as a 10, 11 year old boy, you know, sitting there just, you know, crying, just, I can't believe we're losing again. And, and, you know, it was, it's, it was, you know, the Browns are, are, are a part of my family. Uh, yep. if I'm being honest, when I think about it, right. Like, um, and this is, it's really exciting for me because I'm 46 and, um, you know, I have my best memories are my brothers and myself and my dad going to games and, um, you know, and it's just, it, it really is a, a part of, it's a part of my DNA. And, um, you know, I just, I, you know, I, I would say that it's part of who I am. It, when people see me from high school, uh, here, cause I graduated in North Carolina, they say, Oh, Eric, um, best Browns fan I've ever known. That's what, that's the first thing out of their mouth. Not, not our friendship. It's they remember me being a Browns fan. Right. And, um, and now I've got 14 and 12 year old girls who, um, love the NFL, love our Cleveland Browns, love them. And, um, I gotta be honest with you. It, it, when, when they went this route and this is going to sound so dramatic, but it, it, it honestly hurt my feelings. Like because they're they're so part of who I am that I just can't relate to, and I've got a house full of women. I had to explain this to my daughters, and it was very difficult to explain that to my daughters. And 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 to, and to kind of relate to where they're at, right? I can think about when I was ten, eleven, twelve years old, and Bernie Kosar was like a god to me, right? Well, that's what Baker Mayfield is to my daughters. Because they, I take them to two to three games every season from, or every year from North Carolina, and so at that time when we drafted Baker and they started winning and they were like, "Dad, we're not a joke anymore. We're legit, you know, and we're winning games and we're winning playoff games even." And um, you know, I can remember the day Bill Belichick cut Bernie Kosar and how I felt about that. Now was, you know, that was, what was that? Um, uh, what year was that? I can't remember. Ninety, ninety-one, ninety. I can't remember the exact year, but. I remember how that felt. That's how my girls feel right now. And uh, with Baker not going to be on the team and now having to understand what allegedly went on with Deshaun Watson, it, it's, it, it's hurt. It's, it really has. Now, am I not going to be a Browns fan? Of course not. But does it make it hard? Absolutely. It does. It, for me, um, I will always be a Browns fan, but the decision they've made to go this route it goes against my core beliefs and that's, so it's, it's, it's been difficult for me and that sounds dramatic, but I, they're a part of who I am. And so it, it, it hurt to that level. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I understand that 
Eric. I think, you know, a lot of people, you know, I think a lot of people are in that position, you know, when the trade happened. And, you know, and more people, um, you know, I think people have gone back and forth on stances as information's come out and, and so forth, um, you know, throughout this process, too. Yeah. So it's not like just, you know, people didn't just make a decision when the trade happened. You know, right. um, you know, it's each time a new case was filed or each time somebody read an article, you know, people have been through stuff. So, uh, you know, I mean, I'm sensitive to that and I understand that. But, um, you know, I think for me, um, you know, I like Jeff said that the team comes first and that but that doesn't mean that I don't care about how people feel about what's going on with Watson yeah. and, you know, what he's alleged to have done. Yeah. So and um, I'll take, I'll, I'll take, I'll, I'll take the individual out of it. Right. Let's just, let's just take Deshaun Watson out of it and just, and, and look more at the, the character. Right. And I think the, the issue that I have is, and I, and I, and I've been very vocal about this on Twitter. I'm not a, I'm not a Jimmy, Jimmy Haslam fan. Just have never, never been a, a fan of that. You know, they're, what they've done with the organization, the, the short, you know, uh, patience in terms of coaching staffs. I, I, I almost feel like, you know, we've, there's some, you know, even when you think about coach Petten, you know, he wasn't a bad coach, but it was so quick to make decisions, but I, I, I've not, I've not been a fan of his for a long time. And so when I saw them go this route, it just, it, it just stuck me the wrong way. Now here's the thing. And I've told my daughters this and my wife agrees. Everybody deserves a second chance. So if we bring Deshaun Watson, the person back in this, you know, I hope he's, you know, if indeed he is, you know, guilty of anything, right. Which he, he's not guilty of anything criminally and it will remain to be seen if he, if he wins or loses a civil lawsuit. So whatever is alleged happened, happened. But, you know, I, 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 it was good to at least hear him say he had some regrets that he's in this position because he obviously can't say too much. Right. But right. I'm sure he does regret it. Absolutely. And I, I think every human being deserves a second chance. And and so I'm there for that. And, and, you know, it's going to be great, but it's, it, I think to your point, Rod, I think it's going to take time for a lot of people to, to warm up to that. Cause I, I don't think I'm alone in, in how I feel. And it's, it's not just, and again, it's 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 not just Deshaun Watson. It's I guess I always had a belief, and and this is the way the league has changed. The, the, you know, and this is the society right now is we are a hurry up and move faster society, and it goes the same yeah. in the NFL. You look at the the Super Bowl champions and the Rams going out and pretty much, I hate to say it, but they bought a championship, right? And and good for them. And I feel feel like that's kind of where Cleveland at is right now. It's like, hey, we have not been good at drafting quarterbacks through the years. So let's just go buy one and let's go win a championship. And and I guess my, I've always been the, the type that, Hey, you build a championship team. Um, I guess we're just, we're building it, but we're, you know, we're adding a piece that's already proven. So, you know, it's, it's just coming around to some of the, just the way we're getting there. Um, but I guess at the end of the road, we, all we really want is to see an NFL championship and um, let's, let's get there. That's right. And that's what, that's what will fix this, Eric. For sure. Winning, winning. For sure. You know, um, I, I was thinking of something while you were talking about um, Jimmy Haslam. We should uh, we should do a top five list someday, Rod, of <laughs> Cleveland owners. Um, 
I can only think of one that I actually liked, Dick Jacobs. <laughs> Just off the yeah. top of my head. I mean, can you think of another one that you liked? <laughs> oh, it's so funny. No, but yeah, no, I, th- I think you're right, Eric. Fan. I think you know the 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 fact that this has has gotten strung out as long as it has 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 sort of kept the wound open for a lot of people um and and you know we as human beings have have relatively short lifespan or lifespan attention spans we have short lifespans too right but (laughs) our our attention span you know for for stories like this um is is relatively shortened but when it keeps getting reopened like this um it, it it seems a lot worse i think you know so yeah. Once once there's some sort of resolution and we we start to move forward and the team starts to win, I think that healing process speeds up, and and it'll it'll probably be pretty amazing how fast Deshaun Watson can be rehabilitated. Yeah, and I think that's a big, you know, I'm sure that's something his team's going to focus on is is his, you know, you know his profile in the community and. And doing stuff in the in the city of Cleveland, and I think, you know, there's there's things that he's going to have to prove, right? Because if you think about yeah. it, he initially initially said to the organization, no, you know, I didn't want to be in a cold weather city, um, you know, and as you know, Jimmy got on the plane and flew down with his his um, trophy or his uh, case full of money, and, and <laughs> you know, and, yeah. and, and quick, quickly yeah. that no became a yes, and so, you know. You can say what you want. At the end of the day, you know, a guaranteed contract for two hundred thirty million dollars, you're not going to turn that down. Um, but I'd love to see. I'd love to see. I'd love to see him. You know, get into the the community, do great things, and you know, I'd like to see him perform well too. I, I think that the, the the hardest part for any quarterback coming into Cleveland has always been winning in December and January, right? And so, um, <clears throat> be curious to see how he performs. I thought it was interesting too, the whole thing with the dome and maybe, a, you know, a, a new stadium and how that ties in. Of course, that would take a lot of time. But um, if you want to fully take advantage of Deshaun Watson, that type of move from a stadium perspective would be smart as well. That makes sense. Yeah, that story, that story blew over pretty fast. It did, didn't it? Yeah. I, I think I missed that whole story, honestly. Oh, my gosh. I think that was as I was getting back into town and I was going to look into it, and I never yeah. saw anything about it. Yeah, no, <laughs> it, it, it did not stay in the news for very long. And, and no. you know, I think I think part of it was that the Browns kind of kiboshed the idea right away by saying that, you know, well, that's just one of the options that we're looking at yeah. you know, in terms mm-hmm. of right. either renovating the current stadium on its existing location or potentially building something new somewhere else. And, you know, as much as it probably makes sense in Cleveland, um, we had a really tough time selling that, you know, years ago. Right. Uh, so I, I just oh, don't yeah. know how we're going to, how we'd be able to sell it any more easily now. It would be tough. Yeah. You, you guys know, going back to Deshaun Watson, you know, when this stuff is over with, when the cases are done, whether Deshaun Watson wants to or not, he is. There's going to be a press conference or the first press or what, whatever's going on. He is going to come out and he's going to apologize for all the distractions, you know, that he's, you know, that that this has caused for anything that he's done. He's going to issue a public apology, 
um, the Browns will come out and say that he's in, that he's receiving counseling. Um, he's going to establish foundations. Um, he is going to become involved in the community. I mean, this stuff is all going to be done to, um, you know, to 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 change his appearance, you know. And wh- whether you buy it or not, um, you know, it's it's going to be done. So, well, um, well, right. That that and the winning is going to be how they're going to, um, you know, play the rehabilitation. Yeah, and he's stuck between a rock and a hard place right now. He can't he can't say anything while there's active, you know, um, civil suits. I mean, anything he says can be used against him. So, you know, yeah. I've I've heard the criticism by um, uh, some of the national media, uh, and you know, for just how he's handled or discussed it in the media, and I, you know, and I don't <laughs> I don't want to I'm I'm not one to defend him, but to be honest with you, there's nothing he can say. He has to be no. uh, he has to be as tight lipped as he possibly can, because, uh, you know, any any type of admission would would not be good for him in, in any of these civil cases. So um, I, I agree. I would say once the, all these these final what's what are the outstanding cases Four, if I'm not mistaken. Right. There might be four. Uh, yeah. Four. Uh, if once he gets those four resolved. Um, yeah, I would expect the same thing. I would expect some type of more in-depth press conference because he has said that. He does want to come out and tell his story when he's able to do that. So, um, yeah. yeah, so that'll that'll come, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I forgot where else I was going to go with that. Um, I think we've kind of kind of uh, covered that topic pretty well, guys. <laughs> For this if week, not, so, we'll hit it more next week. We know. Right. That. So, so the, the question is, is what happens if he does get a full year and it's it's you know, and it sticks you know, then what do we do for, for 2022? I mean, is it, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, it's really interesting to me. And I know this has been shot down and everybody thinks it's crazy, but it's really interesting to me that, um, you know, they're still holding on to Baker's contract. I mean, they haven't traded him yet. Uh, I obviously they want to max it. They know too, they can keep Baker the full year. And even if they, you know, put him on, you know, put him on the inactive roster. I mean, th- if they if they lose him next year, I think it's guaranteed for third round compensation. So I, I imagine they're holding out for a third round pick plus half the contract. Is that is that kind of what you guys are, are thinking as well? I, I think they would be thrilled if they could get half. Yeah. Or or something close to that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think if they could get a, a fourth rounder and, and uh, you know, even a fourth and and half of that money now that they would take it yeah because you know then they you know then then it gives them more options you know for this season um you know well, versus versus holding on to them if they want to make a move yeah yeah and they can move forward right they you know can you imagine right. I, I don't know what i was listening to this morning but uh they talked about uh what amazing tv it would be if <laughs> baker is still on the team and deshaun you know, receives, you know, X amount of suspension, but can still come to training camp, right? Because he's not, you know, it, it, once his suspension goes into play, he still can participate in, in training camp and, and the yeah. preseason. Uh, yeah. But if Baker's on hand as well, and they can't keep Baker out of the, you know, out of the clubhouse uh, is what I've heard, you know, once regular, you know, once training camp starts, 
Um, that would be a really tough situation for for the Browns locker room. So I'm not really sure how they're going to manage that. Yeah, it, it, it's interesting because, um, I mean, we keep hearing about these, you know, about the interest from the Panthers and the Seahawks and it, like deals are imminent. And then it right. just kind of fades away and then it pops up a few days later. Mm-hmm. So you don't know if anything's really imminent or if this is going to drag on all the way, you know, to training camp or until a quarterback, you know, has an injury somewhere. Right. Right. It, it, it's so hard to it's so hard to get a read on on the actual market and the actual thoughts of these teams that are supposedly in talks with the Browns. Um, you know, I I don't know what you guys think, but um, it just it, it just seems like there's um, you know just no way to know when anything's going to happen with Baker. I, I think so, it's just a timing thing, Rod. You know that that the, the the opportunity hasn't presented itself yet. And, you know, it, it may not for a while. And I don't think there's any sense of urgency on the organization's part to, to force something to happen right now. I mean, they're, they're paying him. So, right. you know, and, and, so, the Pan- and then the Panthers and Seahawks don't seem to be too concerned that the other team is going to, right. to, to make the deal and they're going to lose out either. Right. Well, and, and again, there's no sense of urgency on their side either because, you know, they're not playing games yet. So, you know, when, when we get through training camp and, and guys start getting hurt and teams look at what they have and they decide, you know, do we need to make some kind of moves? Um, you know, I'm sure there's going to be a lot more conversations at that point in time than there are now. You know, so from the Browns perspective, it's just you got to kind of play the waiting game with that and you know what's the worst case scenario is you, you you carry him on the roster you're paying him anyway um yeah. and and at some point during the year somebody comes to you looking for a quarterback you know so so maybe you know half the season goes by and and somebody's starter goes down and you know baker mayfield's sitting there on the shelf and they go geez you know we we you know we've got a playoff team we just need to prove an nfl quarterback doesn't have to be a you know top quarterback but just somebody who can get us through the playoffs right and mm-hmm. and now they're calling the browns and saying hey how about you know how about we get something done so i think that's probably best case scenario now um versus trying to force something to happen before camp yeah and like eric said worst case you still get a third rounder for him next you know next year even yeah. if you don't make a deal right it's probably yeah. what the browns want to do but it's you know it's right. something that they still have in their back pocket right yeah, when, when the trade deadline is week six, right? That's that's when the trade deadline comes. So, you know, in theory, they could they could hold on to him and through through week six. Um, mm. You know, if you think about how OBJ yeah, went, good down, point. OBJ yeah. went, OBJ missed the trade deadline and then was expecting to be traded and then somewhat forced himself out via a, a release. And of course, right. the Browns, Andrew Barry, you know, pulled his magic to. Uh, make it so that it was uh, he was more attractive and could fly through waivers. So, yeah, you know, same thing with Baker could be done, right? I mean, I, I could see them holding on to Baker as long as they possibly can. And let's be honest, injuries in the NFL often do happen in those first few weeks. I yeah. also, I also would not be shocked. I know we've talked to Panthers and Seahawks. It would not shock me one bit if he ended up in Tampa Bay as as uh, Tom Brady's backup. 
and he doesn't play this year. Um, and I, I think, I think, you know, that probably could be good for Baker to sit back and watch Tom Brady not only play the game, but also uh, just how he leads an organization. I, the, the internal rumblings we all hear about Baker is he just lacks maturity and lacks leadership skills. And so um, that could be a really good landing spot for him when you think about it, because um, uh, the coach last year that just retired um, from Tampa Bay, but he's going to Bruce Arians. Yeah, yeah, Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians loves Baker or loves his yeah. talent. So you could see Bruce Arians making some influence there to keep to get Baker in, in behind uh, Tom Brady. It could be real interesting to see if that yeah, that's not all that far fetched. No, no, it's right. not. I mean, he could sit behind Brady for you know for eight years and eight more. And, uh, Eight more. Yeah. <laughs> Eight more. He's playing. He's playing. He's, what, what was it? Blanda that played until he was in his 60s or something like that? I don't know. Yeah. He was on his, I think, well, I don't know how, I, I'm trying I'm to think of 60s, Blanda's but... exact story because he played QB and then he, he, he stayed in the league as a kicker. That's right. And That's and right. I think he had been kicking for like eight or 10 years when he got pressed into action as a, as a QB due to injuries. And he was, he was in his fifties, I think. Yeah, yeah he played pro. <laughs> but you could easily see Tom Brady play till he's fifty. I mean, it would. He might. He, he stays in shape. He stays healthy. That's only, so only another five retirements away, or so. <laughs> right. So, so yeah. So Eric, in, in your opinion, if um, you know, it's all conjecture, but if Watson did get a year, do you think do you think the Browns would? Uh, stand pat with with the rest of their quarterback room and i'm not talking about baker i'm talking yeah. about Brissett. and yeah um, yeah you think they're all with Brissett, or you think they try to make some kind of other move yeah well you got to look at the, the economics of it too right um yeah I, I think i think i heard i can't remember the total was it 65 or 70 million wrapped up in quarterbacks with baker because they're going to end up paying a per- percentage of baker's contract we know that to be true. Plus what they've already paid 45, 46 million for Deshaun this year in terms of a signing bonus. Um, you know, they won't have the million dollar salary on their, on their books, but you know, call it, call it $65 million and, and quarterbacks, are they going to go out and, and get a, a Jimmy Garoppolo who's owed 25 million? Um, no, I don't see that happening. Uh, I, I tell you right now, I, 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 they they would have to go get somebody because if if Jacoby is your starter and he goes down week four, the season's done. The season may be done just with Jacoby, but we're not we're not bringing in the third guy. Uh, you know, Josh Dobbs. Uh, I mean, yeah, Josh Dobbs. I mean, I mean, no I, no I, offense I, yeah. to Josh Dobbs. He he couldn't he couldn't get a start in Pittsburgh. Right. When Roethlisberger was hurt, so right, right? right. am I right? right. I mean, That's, you're um, right. You're dead, dead on. I mean, I hope he, I hope he's a good third string QB. You know, he's a Brown, um, so I want him to be good. But yeah, you got to be realistic. He's not a guy that we want starting games. No, and 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 you know, with Joe, Jacoby Brissett, you know, I think he had a phenomenal year under Frank Reich uh, up at, up with the with the Colts, but I I don't know how well he performed in Miami last year um and and so i'm a little worried about even what jacoby can bring to the table and i look i'm an nc state guy don't go wolfpack so i you know jacoby's an nc state guy so i i'll be cheering him on and love to see him win i just don't know if he's got the talent talent to do it um 
you know, so 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 if, if Garoppolo's not, if he's not going to be in the mix, yeah, I don't even know what's out there. I know. I, know. I would have to I look, really dig yeah. in to find out who else is attainable. Yeah. Um, you know, without spending a ton of money, you know, who would be any kind of an upgrade? Right. Or, or, or like you said, who would be a, a suitable backup to Jacoby Brissett if something happened? Well, that's why, that's what, again, I mean, it, you can see why people argue that that's a reason to keep Baker Mayfield. If if they if they if I'm I'm dead serious if if he if he's out for a year and you you do not want to go into a full 17 game season with Jacoby Brissett because you don't want to sell to your fan base that we're going to end up eight eight and nine or nine and eight and miss the playoffs in a very competitive AFC then your best option may be Baker Mayfield because I don't know what else is out in the market outside of Jimmy Garoppolo at 25 million dollars. What I mean, seriously, this yeah. is a realistic situation that could come to fruition in the next yeah. couple of weeks. It really could. It's gonna be. It's gonna this, be a fun way to start the season. <laughs> this, this, yeah, this town might. Uh, Cleveland may explode if Baker Mayfield starts for Cleveland Browns <laughs> and, week one, <laughs> and, then lead, and then leads them to deep into the playoffs. Guy, and, yeah, I can't even imagine. Could you imagine? That'd <laughs> <laughs> uh, be crazy. Just it's fantasy. It's, fa- it's fantasy land, but it, it you know, you, you then you if you say, okay, we're going to trade him, or we're going to keep him on the bench. We're going to we're going to stow him away and and just not let him play for the year and keep that third round pick. But are you really going to sell to this fan base? Can can Jacoby win ten games? Because and then you got to ask yourself in a competitive AFC, is ten and seven going to be enough to sneak into the playoffs with Oakland, with San Diego, with Kansas City, with Denver, with Russell Wilson? with Buffalo, with New England. Uh, the AFC is going to be really tough this season. But, I mean, some of those teams are going to be beating each other up. But, I mean, so is the, so is the AFC North. Sure. Um, sure. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be tough. I, I don't know what the – well, we're, we're not going to know, obviously, until the season gets going. Um, no, that's right. It's all speculation. Um, ten, 10 and 7. Yeah, I mean, 10 and 7, you think, sounds um, like it's, you know, probably in the ballpark. But, yeah. You well, could we go ten and seven and not make it. Well, yeah, we, we went ten and six under Derek Anderson and missed, if you recall. So, I mean, yeah, um, it's not, it's not better impossible. Be, better be winning eleven if you want to, you know, if you want a realistic shot with how many good teams there are. Eleven, eleven would lock you in for sure. Yeah, I would, I would think so. And if we don't have our number one quarterback for the entire season, I don't care who we bring in. I don't see how that happens. I would agree with you. Totally agree. Yeah. I just, I just think that, you know, again, it's a quarterback driven league, right? We have a good defense. Um, I, I don't know about you guys. I'm not in love with our wide receiver group. I know we got Amari Cooper on the cheap, cheap, but let's face it. He's going into, he's going into year eight or nine or whatever it is. He only had 865 yards last year. You throw Jacoby Brissett in the mix I mean, outside of Amari Cooper and Donathan Peoples-Jones, are you guys in love with our wide receiver group? I mean, I know we got the rookie in Bell, and I, I heard he caught everything in training camp, which is fantastic. But he, he's, a, he's a 4'6", 40 guy, same as Jarvis Landry. Is he as skilled as Jarvis Landry? I mean, he's a rookie. Well, I just I feel like we're missing a piece there still. I, I think they're probably missing a piece, but I think the wide receivers will be okay because um, you, you either have – 
Watson throwing to them, which which will make them better. Or you have Brissett throwing to them, and he's he's not going to be going down the field all the time. No, you know. So um, so I think uh, I th- I think they'll probably be okay because they're not going to be relying on as much if Brissett's the guy. Who, you know? who do you guys who do you guys think the key is to the offense this year? The unsung hero. I have my I have my feelings on who I think it's going to be. I'd love to get your thoughts on offense. Unsung hero. The guy that's the guy that's going to ultimately get us to where we need to go. You mean aside from the quarterback? Aside, yeah, not the quarterback. Aside from who's playing quarterback? Yeah. I I don't know. You you have a thought, Jeff? I think a lot is going to depend on two guys, um, Kareem Hunt and David Njoku. Bingo. How how well they play, um, do they stay healthy, and and how much of the offense is on their is on their shoulders? Because we know what Nick Chubb brings. Um, I agree with Eric about the wide receiver room. More questions than answers. Um, so, so those are the, those are the guys that are going to give us the options. And yeah, if, if, if Njoku plays even close to the expectation based on his deal, um, he's probably going to be the guy that carries the offense. Totally agree. So, so I was going to, I was going to say Kareem Hunt. And, and the reason for that is if, if we're without Deshaun Watson, Jacoby Brissett's ultimate you know, security blanket is going to be Kareem Hunt out of the backfield running those circle routes. Yep. And and Njoku, you know, running <clears throat> running the seams down the middle of the field against cover two and just ripping their hearts out. Those are going to be the two folks I think that are going to if if we if we're going to make the playoffs without Deshaun Watson, which you know, Jeff, I, I agree with you. I don't think it's going to be I don't think it's likely that we do, but if we're going to put our hopes on it, because we are Browns fans, so Right. We have hopes, no matter who's quarterback, including Cody Kessler. Um, we're going to think we're going to win. I think those two are going to be really critical to the success of the Browns. I mean, you know Chubb's going to run for 12 to 13, maybe 1,400 yards. But Kareem is going to – we need Kareem to be in that seven to 800-yard mark receiving. Right. If we can get him there, I think then that will help bolster the receiving and help us you know, score points. And I think that's going to be really cr- – and that's what was missing last year if you want my opinion, because he missed, what, nine games last year? Yep, but that was key. Yep, huge. Yeah, well... We, um, we have a kicker. We do have a kicker, it sounds we like. We do have a kicker. Um, <laughs> yeah, he could he could be key. He could be key. Um, yeah, I, you know, I hope regardless of who the quarterback is, that we see more, uh, you know, more um, 21 personnel this year. <laughs> Oh, God, please. Do we ever see it? Um, oh, man. No, I mean, why? You know, why? Especially now that we, we, we have uh, uh, presumably four running backs are going to make the team. You know, I don't know yeah. what they're going to do. But if, if um, you know, if uh, if Kareem Hunt and, and, and Chubb, obviously, and then uh, Dearness Johnson, Jerome Ford are all on the team. And I don't expect Jerome Ford to, you know, to get a bunch of carriers or anything. But if you have these guys, why aren't you playing – you know, especially if, if Jacoby Brissett's out there, man, put put two backs out there, split, and you know, and Joku out there, and two wide receivers, and and let the defense guess what you're going to do. You know, um, you know, put uh, let Kareem go out, or you know, where he's either 
you know, blocking occasionally or, you know, or taking a pitch occasionally or, or going out to the flat for, you know, to receive, a, you know, the ball and just just keep them guessing. And we, we never see that. And so we, we see all these tight ends out there. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's like last, it's time to change that. Last year, I, I, I just I could if I saw any more three tight end sets, I was going to go. I was going to lose it. And we're just not going to win games in two and three tight end sets consistently. And we ran that so much. And, um, you know, it, it, I, I really hope that we see a lot of Chubb and, and Kareem in the backfield and having Kareem split out and Chubb, in, you know, kind of in that, or that pistol set with, with Deshaun or, or, or Jacoby. Just mm-hmm. let's, let's, let's show some multiple sets, right? I mean, we, yeah. we, we got to take away – the predictability of that offense. And last year, it just, it, it, it felt like at times Kevin Stefanski was extremely bland and, and maybe that was protecting Baker, but I, also, I, I think it was, yeah. yeah. I, I, but I also thought there were moments where he was just absolutely exposing Baker. Um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is going on? Out yeah. right now? Uh, I, there, I was at the Arizona game guys. And um, if I had a white flag, I was going to be like, you know, Rocky and throw that white flag or that white towel as far out into that field as I could get. Cause I just could not understand how they just kept sending Baker back out on that field after he took that hit from Watt. And it just, <laughs> there yeah, were moments was ugly. Last, yeah, there were moments last year. I just, I couldn't figure out exactly what we were trying to do offensively. You got the, you, you're going to have these four backs put Kareem and Nick out there together more often. Or, or just just do it, you know, because they never really do it. Um, I mean, I, I I don't know how many plays they did it last season, but it couldn't have been much more than a handful. And you've got Dearness Johnson, man. These guys get, you know, if you're if you're going by snap counts and that, rotate Dearness Johnson in. I mean, you're not going to have two backs on every every single down, every single play, but you can certainly show it a lot. So. Well, I, man, I, I, I think John Johnson said it best in one of the games he sat out, run the damn ball. <laughs> when he, was, he tweeted yeah. that out. He said, run the damn ball. And I, I agree with him. I mean, we, you know, if you think about it, now I know we're not going to run 1980s I-formation smash-mouth football, but yeah. remember when we had when we had Mac and Biner, uh, they, were, they were both true, really true tailbacks, but mm-hmm. they, they would line Biner up at fullback. Yeah. You know, two, 205 five pounds of Ernest Biner at fullback leading the way for Kevin Mack. I mean, we can be creative with Kareem Hunt and, you know, and these guys in the backfield and do more. So I I don't know. I want Nick Chubb to see 20-plus carries every game if we can do it. Uh, I would I would love to see that. Uh, Kareem Hunt's kind of been in the news um, a little bit. I guess it's been a couple of weeks, but uh, talking extension. So uh, how do you guys feel about this? I mean, he's in the last year of his contract. There's been – I mean, we've talked about it on the podcast that, you know, depending on how this season, you know, looks uh, as far as the suspension and everything, that Kareem could be a guy that they look to to trade to kind of, you know, um, you know, either fortify for for this season or, or get something, you know, more for next season. Um, but Kareem, I mean, we know Kareem wants to be in Cleveland, so um, he, he's going to be 27 this year um when he plays i mean 
I don't think he's lost a step or anything yet. You know, um, I mean his his carries have been his carries have been down just like just like Nick Chubb. That you know they it seems like the, um, both of these guys I feel like could keep this pace up for years. You know, um, you, you really don't know until they age more. But at this point, neither one of them really. Um, I don't think either one of them really takes enough of a beating to 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 slow him down so um how do you guys feel about uh a you know two or three year extension for kareem what do you think it would cost um we can't keep everybody but man it would be nice to have kareem here and if they extend him what was the point of drafting jerome ford um and does that mean that the ernest johnson is definitely gone if they if they extend kareem hunt so jeff Jeff, all of you were yeah I, yeah, I, I think the Jerome Ford thing sent a message that, you know, they're going to continue to develop young backs. And I don't know that it makes sense for the team to invest that heavily in, in two, two really number one backs, you know, um, Kareem has shown in the league that, that he can be a number one back, um, when healthy. So yeah, I, I have a hard time seeing it make sense long term, but I mean, not that I would love to see it, but um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I just I don't know. I don't know how they make it happen. Yeah, I'm in. You know, I'm in agreement. I, I I want I want to see Kareem Hunt retire as a Brown. I mean, I just he loves playing in his hometown, and um, you know, he if anybody reminded me of a Kevin Mack, it's Kareem Hunt. He just runs with reckless abandonment and. I just I, I always I always think about that run where he literally jumped up into the air and his feet are still kicking on his way into the end zone behind Wyatt Feller and just think gosh you know I want to see that over and over again until he retires but yeah why 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 go out and draft Jer- Jerome Ford um, I you know I think when you think about the approach the NFL has taken with running backs um, I think there's a belief that you know and I hate to say this but I, not a dime a dozen mentality but to a sense right they're they're no longer high high draft picks right most of most of the great running backs are second and third round guys um it feels like they have a four to five six year shelf life unless you're adrian peterson or or frank gore or something like that you know these guys I, i don't know and and i i wonder if that's what they're thinking about kareem but i i honestly think kareem will take a hometown discount i think if they offer him anywhere close to what he wants um i would say he takes it just so that he doesn't have to move i don't i think that's what i think some guys get to a point where they just don't want to move right they don't they don't if if they're if they can make a fair amount of money and be in an area that they they love um and be at home i mean that's a win and i i would love to see them do that i would love to see them you know help him stay but obviously i Nick Chubb's the man, right? I mean, he gets the bulk of the, he should get the bulk of the carries. Yeah, I, th- I think Kareem loves playing with Nick. I think those two just really like each other, and and uh, I think they I think the they kind of uh, you know I, I mean they I think they feed off each other. I think they you know like working together, and I think they they uh, you know they know the roles. Um, with the the way the game is played, and I think you know, I think Kareem kind of probably enjoys what he's doing, and I think he understands that he's extending his career. 
by being in this type of role versus going to a team where he's where he would be uh, a number one guy and get you know 20 plus carries a game and you know get the crap beat out of him a little bit more um you know maybe make a little bit more money for a season or two but um i mean he's he's been in the league for a little bit and uh, you know he's got a better chance of uh ending his career sooner if he does something like that so but um, my my prediction for a roster cut is going to be uh Demetric felton i don't think he makes the team I, I yeah don't how, i don't see how they keep him he, he's he's a running back but you know they they try to line him up in that slot and run that quick screen to him, that slip screen. And that's like the only play they really have for him. Um, you know, you draft Jerome Ford. He's a big bruiser like Hunton and Chubb. That's that's clearly the identity they want at running back. I, I honestly, too, am, I'm a little surprised they did uh, that that they, they offered a tender on, on Dernis Johnson. I love him, by the way. I absolutely yeah. I love his story. I love his heart. I mean, you just can't measure those intangibles that he has. But at the same time, you know, if you can get a, a fifth round pick for him and, and trade him to somebody who needs, you know, a, a second running back, because he's he's a third running back in, in our in our team, and maybe a fourth. We don't know what Jerome Ford's going to look like. We'll soon know. But could you imagine that backfield is incredible, and and they they can't afford to keep all of them. Right. Yeah, I, I can I can definitely see him being traded, uh, Dearness Johnson, and yeah, you yeah. make a, yeah. We we've talked about Demetrius Felton, and um, he, he's certainly not going to make the running back room. Um, no, I think the only way he makes the team is if uh, you know, is if um, several of, of the receivers look horrible, right, <laughs> and, right. and he somehow makes the uh, receiver room. Uh, which is which is a definite long shot because he's not going to make it as a running back or a return man. No, yeah. and they they went out sure. and got Hakeem Grant for yeah. Hakeem Grant for for the return. So I mean they've taken that job from him. Yeah, he's he's running yeah. out of options. You know, it, where, where where is he going to? How's he going to get a fifth uh, a spot? Yeah, yeah, I think he's. I think he'll be playing somewhere else this year. Yeah, that or that or he lands on the. The practice squad. I mean, he could. They could try to stow him away there, but I yeah, don't it's possible. Yeah, definitely. He'd be eligible. He'd be eligible. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, uh, no real answers on the running back room, but I think uh, I don't know. I think uh, with with the talk about Kareem, I just have a feeling he's going to be here. I don't think he's going anywhere this season. Um, and, and we'll see about Dearness Johnson. I don't think we'll know about him until. You know, till the till the season starts. Um, yeah, I think that they need to, they need to see what Jerome Ford has to offer. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. Um, you know, and some of that could disp- could depend on the suspension too. Because do you want to have a rookie as your as your third string running back? You know, if you're if you're uh, if you feel like you're, you know going for you know going for a championship yeah or if you're yeah or if your quarterback's suspended for the full season and you know we might as well see what jerome ford has this year yeah well it's it's gonna the the year's getting close i can't believe it what are we three or three weeks out four weeks out from the start of training camp um it'll be here before we know it i'm looking forward to it it will be here very soon yeah. I was actually I was actually yeah. thinking of um 
was actually thinking of finally coming up to training camp because I've not been to one in Berea. Um, I have been to one out in Lakeland College, community college, a long time ago. But I was thinking about coming up to catch in a Guardians game and um, go into a training camp. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm trying to put that little trip together and experience that. I think it'd be fun. Nice. That'd be cool. Yep. That's a little bit of a trip for you, but well, That's... you probably fly in, right? I do. I yeah. I fly in. I I I'm I I'm in sales, so I travel a lot. So I build up my Delta miles and I I stow them yeah. away for 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 football season. <laughs> you guys with your you guys with your free miles and all that. <laughs> Both of you. Hey, it's not as it's not as glamorous as you think because I I often have to change clothes in a in an airport uh, uh, bathroom and. Uh, it's not as all as glamorous, but it is nice to get the miles. I won't lie. That that the part of it's nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I know what I know what Jeff does. So, or at least probably more in the past, Jeff. But yeah. Anyways. Yeah, did it for so, twenty five years. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, guys, I think we've we've kind of beat around what we have to beat around here. You know, I kicked it. So. Uh, um, not really much uh, much else going on with the Browns, so why don't we give some closing thoughts here, and we'll uh, we'll get on out of here. So, so uh, Eric, we appreciate you joining us tonight. Um, it's uh, man, it, what was it like two years ago? You were on this podcast, it's been, you know? Yeah, I, I, had to, I had to I had to look it up. It was yeah, it was January of 2020. It was uh, just before the world Jeez. turned upside down with the pandemic, so it's been a while. But wow. it's been fun. It's been fun. I definitely don't want it to don't want to be that have all that time go by again before we do it again. It'll be great. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll we won't wait that long again. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so give us give us your uh, closing thoughts and uh, of course uh, again your Twitter is at Apex Dog NC. So uh, yeah yeah no I, I you know absolutely just it's been a but it's been a uh, interesting off season, right? And um, uh, it always is as Cleveland Browns fans. It's never it's never a dull moment, and I don't think they disappointed again this year. But um, yeah, I, I'm excited for this season. I think we've got a really deep deep roster. Um, you know, I, I think we've got you know we do have you know a coach of the year, and and I think he's going to need to rebound this year, and I think he will. Yeah, I think we've got an amazing GM building, a really uh, fantastic roster, and it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it, and um, you know, yeah, looking forward to continuing interacting with all the folks out on on Twitter. And you know that you can follow me at Apex Dog NC, and uh, you know, I, I I tend to put some pretty passionate uh, tweets out there because I do love our squad, and they're a big part of who we are as a family um, uh, here in North Carolina. So. Rod, thanks for thanks for the time, man. Absolutely, and there's uh, there's nothing wrong with being uh, passionate, Eric. So yeah. Yeah. that's right. Um, Jeff, Jeff, good, to, good, Jeff, good to talk to you too, by the way. Yeah, you too, Eric. All right, uh, closing thoughts, Jeff. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go out on a limb and predict an eight game suspension, um, mm-hmm. and Jacoby's gonna do a fine job of bridging that gap. Um, and those are the only two guys that play quarterback for us this year. That's that's my perfect world. Um, let's see if that holds up. Yeah, you know, uh, somebody tweeted out a um, 
a uh, random number generator to uh, to kind of say how many games the suspension would be. And when I clicked on it, it came up with eight games. So I'm going to go with that too. So um, anyways, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, might be a while, but uh, right. we'll find out before the season starts. So uh, thanks for listening, everybody. This has been the Browns Blitz, and we will catch you next time. Thank you.